Hello, everyone, and welcome back to OK Yup, or welcome if it's your first time joining me. Welcome to the season seven premiere of this podcast. That's so crazy because I, it was actually, I looked back at my old podcast um, release dates, and the first one I think was like October 1st or something like that. So it's crazy that I've now been doing this for two years when it started as just me needing something to do during quarantine and it's lasted. So that is pretty cool. Um, it has been a really exciting past month, a crazy past month, um, productive, healing, um, fun, whatever. It's been everything. <laughs> and I'll kind of update you all on that um, as a little welcome back episode. But per usual, the national day that is, I'm actually really excited about this because if you're a Spongebob fan, you will get this. It is um, Leif Erikson Day. Okay. Hi. <laughs> um, and then it is also International Beer and Pizza Day and National Moldy Cheese Day. So if any of those resonate with you, go celebrate. As far as um a positive thing that happened to me today was it's been a great weekend I came back to my hometown because it's a long weekend and I'm just kind of staying chill and just trying to reset on sleep and relax maybe get like caught up on homework and um some grad school application stuff so it's been nice to kind of just like lay around and it's the first time Okay, I wouldn't say the first time, but I'll get to that. But I am home for the first time in a bit. It's like my second time coming home in the school year. But like I said, I'll get to that. Um, but it's been a really good day to just love on the fall weather. It's been so peaceful and I... There's something about fall that I just love so much. And I, so, I know that's so cliche because everyone says that. But I also think just like being from New Hampshire, it's a very, it's a different experience. And it's, especially where I'm from, it's very nature oriented. And so it's been really nice to see all the foliage and just enjoy being outside. I've been able to strum the ukulele a little bit and go for some walks. I went for a nice run yesterday. So it's been really nice to just like really fully immerse myself in this. Um, and then also do some of like, like apple picking and pumpkin picking and that whole jazz. So yeah, it's been a really, it's been a really good weekend. And um, I'm looking forward to the next upcoming week because I think getting this little reset it's going to be really good for me. Not that I really needed it, but I, again, I will get to that because at one point this semester I did. But this this podcast is going to be a little bit of a welcome back, seeing how I've been doing, and then also looking at a few things that have come to my mind since being on the break and just kind of sharing those with you and hoping that you all could benefit from something like that. So let's get started, shall we?
All right. So actually I looked, oh my gosh, I'm going to sneeze. No, I'm not. Okay. Oh my gosh. You know when it, okay. Okay. It's not, it, it passed. Um, I was going to kind of talk about why I went home other than this weekend. Then I realized, I think I already did in the last podcast because just looking at the dates of everything, I guess that, um, whoa, it sounded like I was crying there. I'm not, um, it's, I guess it's, whoa, I'm a little out of practice. I guess that I had already talked about it, but it was that my dog passed away. So that was definitely a rocky start to the semester. It literally happened like the first or second, yeah, the first week of school. And so I think that kind of made my start to the semester a little bit more chaotic and, um, I don't know how you put it, um, a little bit more scattered and not as smooth sailing as I would have hoped or how it usually goes. And thus that, and mixed with that, I was also sick during that time, which I think I also talked about the last episode. Um, but I like had this really annoying cold that I just couldn't kick. And it was so, it lasted for like over three weeks. It's, it's crazy. And this put a wrench in my productivity, my training for cross country, um, my own serotonin levels. Like it just made me feel really burnt out so quickly, which made me really nervous because I've reached a level of burnout before in sports and it was not fun and it made me want to give up. And I knew, especially this early in the season, I couldn't reach that level of burnout that I have in the past. And so I kind of, for the next like week after that, I kind of just, you know, I would do the workouts and I would go to practice, but I I just didn't feel like me. It felt like a very out of body experience. And we always have workouts on Tuesdays. And I remember that first Tuesday we had a workout early in the morning. Um, I think it was like 400 repeats. And during it with the mixture of just the emotional burden that I was having on me from things back home mixed with the actual sickness I had making my chest tight and like me coughing and really mucusy. Sorry, it's gross. Um, mixed with, I definitely felt really poor about how I did in the previous race before that, because that was the one. So my dog passed away on Tuesday or on Thursday, and then we had a race that Saturday. So I was just not okay for that race. And I, I didn't do that well. My time was not where I really ever want it to be, but with all the variables that there was stacked against me, I knew that it wasn't me, but, and logically I knew that, but emotionally I was nervous that that was it. And so at this first workout after that, I, I think we were doing like, we were supposed to do like at least 12 reps of the 400s. And I got to the 10th one and I just like, after I finished, I walked to the side and I just started tearing up and I'm like, what is happening to me? Why am I feeling this way? And why am I like, I can't get myself to go faster. I feel awful about myself. I feel awful physically. Like what is happening? And then soon after that, we had another race and I actually did really well with that. And I was, I got a new PR 
and it was completely different than the race I had previously done. And then, like I said last time, the following Tuesday, um, we had another workout. I think this time it was like 800 repeats. And I was holding in from the past, like the previous three weeks of this emotional, mental, physical pain of me being on the brink of burnout and not feeling good enough and being so like ending, I was finishing up like the cold I had. I felt like I wasn't contributing to the team, even though I was. And just like all these kind of mental barriers and mental blocks was finally hitting. And at this last, at this workout, I did one of the reps and I finished and I just bawled. I started to cry so hard. And my coaches were both stunned because I had mentioned it in passing how I was feeling with just not really feeling seen. Um, Nothing. It was all internal for me. Um, But this was definitely like a really big like blowout moment. Um, And but I think this was a prime example of needing to hit a level of not that I hit rock bottom, but like you needed it you almost need to have that one like attack or freak out or breakdown or whatever it is to then realize how bad it was to then start healing. You know what I mean? So like um, for the past three weeks prior to that, I was holding it all in and I was like always on the brink of crying or on the brink of like frustration or even like I was just quiet most of the time. Um, like at practice, I wasn't my same bubbly self because I was just being really hard on myself. I wanted to go to practice, get in, get out, and continue with my day. It wasn't something I was looking forward to doing anymore. But because of this breakdown that I had, after that, I was able to talk to my coaches, kind of express how I was feeling, and then they could be on a better page to help me. And since then, practice has been yet again, one of my favorite things in the day. And it's been such a positive thing for me to go to. And I felt like a valid runner again. And I felt validated and heard and a connection that I felt I was lacking both with myself, but with others. And so it was because of that breakdown that I was able to refine myself as an athlete. And throughout that time, it, it wasn't like I wasn't running well. I mean, there was that one race where right after my dog died and while I was sick, I ran a time I did not expect to. Um, but besides that, I knew logically that I was better. I was running better than I ever have in my life, including last season, um, high school, like everything. But emotionally, I just felt like I wasn't contributing and I wasn't... Um, I still wasn't running how I should be and I should be running better. So it was a weird, it was a weird little like limbo that I was in because I knew that I was running well, but at the same time I thought I was, it was, it was weird, but now I feel so much better about my performance. And then um, last weekend we had a race and I again PR'd. And so that was an amazing thing. And I finally broke a time that I really 
one to break. And so you almost need to have that breakdown moment rather than holding it in. And then that can kind of be a little reset and then can give you a little push and some motivation to keep going and keep finishing what you started in a way. And I think since that moment, I've really been trying to focus on patience, um, meaning with myself, with the others, um, with trusting the process of whatever it might be. But I think one of my biggest flaws is I, I am impatient. I'm very much a type A personality. I'm very like, go, 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 go. And so it's been like having that moment was definitely a reset and a wake up call for me to have some more patience in my life that I was probably lacking for the month of September. And especially this current month of October, I've really tried to hone in on that and be patient because not everything's going to be done in a timely manner and not everything can be done exactly how I want it to be done. And so it's important for me to have patience with myself and the rest of the world around me. But beside all of that, like kind of self-discovery and healing portion of this past month, it's in addition been such a fun and exciting and carefree month at the same time, you know, like, so I want to say a couple weeks ago, I started, I restarted therapy for the year because I usually take a break during the summer and then start up again in the fall. And it's been really nice to have that as part of, as part of my schedule. Um, it's something that's really keeps me really grounded and it's a really good regular thing that I have. And sometimes I find myself going in and not having to talk about anything. And sometimes I just, you know, shoot the breeze. And sometimes I talk about things more in depth. So it's, it's been a really nice grounding tool for me. Um, but besides that, I've been having so much fun with my friends and with my team and having such a great September into October. This is like my ultimate favorite time of the year. And especially the past couple days, I've been listening to so many of the, um, it's like fall playlists on Spotify. And so the one that I'm currently listening to, it's just so relaxing. Um, but the one I'm currently listening to is called Crisp Fall Morning. Highly recommend. Like, especially if you're, if you put that on, roll your windows down while like the fall air is just in your face and just driving, like it is immaculate. Let me tell you like one of the best feelings ever. And I think that kind of that feeling, that free feeling that I feel when I'm like in my car, windows down, this music playing is kind of how I felt this whole semester. I know this sounds so hypocritical because the first part of this podcast was me talking about like my potential burnout and just my feeling of not good enough. But once I was able to kind of address that head on, I've felt this new sense of freedom and new sense of um, confidence and self-love in a way. And it's allowed me to almost like sink, soak up moments that are more mundane. Like today I went for a walk and at one point I just stopped and I took like a few deep breaths in 
and the smell of like the fall air was so amazing and incredible and it was this really like alive feeling and I feel like I've been trying to do things like little things that just like heighten my senses in a way so like breathing in the air when I know it's like you know when like the air is going to be delicious that's what (laughs) that's what I was doing today or like purposely stepping on leaves so I can hear it just things that like heighten your senses that give you that feeling of aliveness you know what I mean and like yesterday I was on my back porch again the air was pretty cold but I was just you know playing the uke and singing some songs and again a really liberating and relaxing feeling and that's an encapsulation of the month I feel and I feel like I've come since I'm now a senior in college I feel like over the past however long it's been three or four years of me being at school um I'm ancient that's crazy but I feel like I've adopted this mentality of like trying and this is so much easier said than done but like trying not to have unnecessary stress I know, I talked about this in a previous podcast and I'll just do a little um summary because I've said it before but basically not worrying about something beforehand because then you're basically going through it twice once it, by the time it actually happens so for example I so I have two majors and one I declared my freshman year and one I declared I think sophomore year or end of freshman year somewhere around there so some of the classes for my second major which is an environmental studies major I am a little bit not like behind but I did in kind of a wacky order so like I did more of the elective type classes first because I was doing the science classes for my other major for it's complicated but you get the gist it's I'm doing it in a wacky order so this year I'm in bio and this is a class that usually a lot of freshmen take because for general bio if they're bio majors environmental majors um pre-med neuroscience whatever it is they're gonna need this and like that's usually like the first science class that they take and so I'm one of like a few seniors in the class and so we recently had our first test and it was so cute but so sad the way that like these freshmen were stressing for this test because I get it and when I was a freshman I totally got the same way because my other major is exercise science and so my first like major science class in college was anatomy and physiology I remember stressing so much for those tests and worrying and staying up like for late nights and you know the whole the whole nine yards and I now see that in this class that I have with these freshmen I see how much they're stressing and how much um I can tell that the beginning of college is so overwhelming in terms of workload and classes and stuff and so we had our first test a few weeks ago and the so that test was on a Monday and I want to say the Wednesday after or the following Monday something like that um like about a week after a kid he came up to me he's a freshman and he asked me for study tips. He was like, you're a senior, right? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, what are your study tips for classes like this? 
I'm like, you know, that's a tough one. But honestly, work smarter, not harder. And I was was telling him this and I was kind of just saying like, you need to do what works for you and find the best study tool that works for you. Like I have some friends and they're able to read the PowerPoints and literally read it and write it, write it down and read it again and really just soak it in. That's not how my brain works. I'm much more of like flashcards, Quizlet, doing old quizzes, problems, stuff like that. And so I was telling him, I'm like, don't do any unnecessary work that doesn't work for you. You have to find like the right study tool that works for you. And then you're going to not feel as overwhelmed and you're going to have this weight lifted off off of your shoulders. Because I remember in high school, I never really knew how to study. And I kind of just like I would take the tests and then I would do well. Or if I didn't do well, it was high school. So they did like retests. But it's not like that in college. And so I remember freshman year, something clicked for me in terms of studying. And it made everything else make sense. Like, you know that moment where something clicks for you, whether it's like learning a new skill or like doing a sport or studying or whatever it is, and it just clicks. That's how it was with studying for me and learning how to do that effectively in college. And so, sorry, this is quite a ramble, but basically what I'm trying to say is, after talking to this kid, um, I could see him as I was talking to him almost like get less stressed because when he approached me, he's like, how do, you, how do you study? I don't I don't know study techniques. And then when I was telling him to work smarter, not harder, and these simple little things, you could see it made sense to him. And it was like that sense of freedom, that sense of like, oh, it's going to be okay. Because Using this example, when everyone around you is studying in one way or have pages and pages and pages of color-coded notes and like it's like 800 tabs open or whatever it is, that's that can be really overwhelming for someone who doesn't work like that. And when you find something that works for you, it can be really freeing. And so I think that goes for a lot of things. And I feel like that interaction and seeing how... I could see the stress getting lifted off his shoulders during this conversation. That's kind of an encapsulation of the past month and how I feel like I've just become such a more relaxed and go with the flow and chill. And I'm not perfect. That does not always get executed because I'm human. Um, But I really tried to soak it in and be in the moment and like sometimes just stop and look around like even if it's I'm walking down to practice kind of just like not just like keeping my eyes forward and like or like keeping my eyes on my phone like I kind of like look around I look up I look to the side I look I listen like that sounds so corny but like it is such a heightening experience when you're able to feel everything more And when you're able to feel it more on a positive level and not so stressed. Because when I was going through that, the road to burnout this year um, during cross country, I would go to practice and already be dreading it or I'd already be stressed or I'd already be like, oh, this this one's not going to go well. But after I was able to overcome that, it's been 
a joy to go to practice. And I've, it's been really freeing. And that is now again, a part of my day that I look forward to go to and to, you know, be in the moment in. And kind of going back to the conversation I had with my coaches, one of my biggest takeaways is when I was talking to them, I was, you know, talking about, I feel like I'm not contributing. I feel like, I don't know, like, like we don't even need me. Like why, like, I don't know if I should, if I'm adding anything. And logically, I know that's not true because I know I was scoring points for the team. But again, it's the emotional kind of washed up mentality that was getting the best of me. And so they like, they validated that I'm contributing. But also they said, if, if you're ever doubting if you're contributing this way, know that you always have control over contributing to like attitude and dynamic and personality. And honestly, I think that is is especially true for me because again, I this I don't, don't want this to sound like braggy, but like I know that I'm contributing point-wise, but I'd rather contribute or I'd be I'm more interested in contributing to a team dynamic. And so now I'm really making sure that I'm bringing all the energy I can. Not to not that I'm trying to, you know, overload myself again, but like if that's something that I have control over when I don't always have control over how my body is reacting to running, then I'm gonna bring out the personality and the fun and the energy and whatever it may be at practice and meets so that everyone else can have a good day too. It's funny, another interaction I had during one of these classes I have with these freshmen. For the past couple of years, I've had a lot of classes with freshmen because, like I said, the wacky setup of my schedule. So it's been so fun to see this new perspective and kind of just like looking at them knowing what I know now because I totally get it. Um, like I remember last year during one of my classes, everyone was talking about roommates and picking housing and and all that thing and all that stuff. I'm like, oh my gosh, I remember how stressful that was going to sophomore year, like picking housing because that's like now the pressure's on, you know. And but I was having a conversation with this one girl in one of my labs, and she this was like one of the first dates, and she was like, you're a senior, right? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, oh, I'm so jealous. You're so lucky. I I want to be done. And I was like, and I was like, oh, I get it. I get it. It's it's a lot, but you're going to get through it. And then I heard her say that to another senior in my class. And the other senior was like, just don't wish it away. It's just enjoy it because it's going to go by so fast. And I really like that because it's so true. And I saw I saw a TikTok today that was like, does anyone else feel that time is going by so, so fast and that it's on speed mode and we can't stop it? And I'm like, yes, why do I still feel like I'm 17? <laughs> when I always think that my sister is like 23, she's not. Like I I sometimes still think it's like 2020. I just sometimes totally forget that I'm 21 and I'm graduating in the spring and like I'm growing and people around me are growing and I was and I was talking to my boyfriend today about cross country because he used to be a cross country runner too 
and we we're just talking about like the nostalgia of it and like it's so crazy that after I guess well I started cross country when I was in like sixth grade or something like that um and then I didn't do cross country my freshman year of college but all those years in between let's say a good like I don't know eight no no um hang on 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. Yeah, like eight or nine years of cross country that are now going to be done in a month for me. Like, that's crazy. And just little things like that. So it's been really nice to have this perspective from the freshmen I'm in classes with because although they're asking me for advice, I'm learning a lot from them and it's given me new perspectives, which has been really enlightening. I'm sorry this podcast was kind of everywhere today in terms of topic and conversation, but I really did want to treat this like a welcome back episode, just kind of talking about the past month while I was on the break and just what I've learned in the past few weeks. But next week, we'll get back to our regular scheduled programming with me kind of doing a more concrete topic per episode. And I have some fun um, episodes on the horizon, so I'm really excited for you all to hear them. But as for now, I hope you are all having a stellar day or night. And as always, I'm rooting for all of you. You're beautiful. You're right where you need to be. If you need to get a hold of me, you can follow the Instagram at Podcast. You can DM it anytime. And some shirts are still available. So if you would like to place an order, you can DM the podcast or use the actual order form in the bio of the podcast Instagram. Um, And other than that, I hope you're all having a spectacular week. And I hope you can join me next time on OK Yep. Mm